Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome everybody to Actung Mill and to the season 2019-20. We've had a bit of a break, it's been pretty boring and so we had a bit of a summit meeting this week and decided we needed to make another podcast. We have got the A-team back, that's right, we kept them all on the, on the old retain list. Uh, Nick Hart, of course, captain, daddy of the team, is uh, is with us. Nick, how are you pal? I'm good mate, I'm good, it's good to be back. I've come out of my, my loft coffin like David Bowie in The Hunger. I've been revived and come downstairs for the for the listenership out there. So it's good to be back. Good to have you on board with us. Uh, he always gives us he always gives us seven out of ten every week. It is young Mickey Avery, our retail goddess. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm the I'm the Sol Campbell of the podcast. <laughs> Sol Campbell. Just just just, just without the uh, just without the Judas turncoat. I don't, I don't um, know if that's a good thing or, uh, or not. Young Michael, you good? You've been running a lot. I have indeed. I have indeed. I'm, I'm running towards the excitement that is Millwall's uh, 1920 campaign, Aaron. Excellent, excellent. Oh, and our, our nomadic striker, the man who, uh, who, who spews goals plus controversy. Yeah, that's right. We signed him up for another year. It's young Harold Warren. All right, pal. You all right, mate? Has anyone seen Jordan Archer? <laughs> <laughs> Poor old Jordan. Um, now, now, there's been a lot of ins and outs at the den. We've actually had uh, one in as well. We, we have made a summer signing. I'm not sure if uh, the paperwork's been docked yet with the FA, Nick. Uh, but uh, just tell us a little bit about our signing. He's, 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 he's a new addition to the team. He's, an, he's a new addition to the squad, Mike Hayden. Um, we, we, have, we have done the, the, the deal. It's a, it's a done deal, as they say, on the Sky deadline day. Um, yeah. Looking forward to speaking to Michael as the season goes along. Um, more voices we get on the show, the better. We can rotate. Obviously, Harry is in Chernobyl once every fortnight. Have you, if you've seen the series, you know what he goes through when he goes That's to it. Chernobyl. So it's good to have Mike on board. So I'll be looking forward to hearing from him later on in the season. No wonder so I'm welcome. angry all the time. Oh, <laughs> I've, I've, I've known Mike for a few years now. I'll tell you something. He's a, he's a regular good guy. He's a good midfield warrior. You know, he'll, he'll work hard for us. Really looking forward to, uh, to welcoming him to the team. Of course, this episode is brought to you by... Is it still brought to you by the Lucas Ball Report? <laughs> Poor old Lucas. Brandon's <laughs> has, has he got one ball? Has he got two balls? Has he got any balls at all? That's right. It's the Lucas Ball Report. And 
Husky chocolate. Husky uh, chocolate. That's been a big one for the for the summer. I think time, that's isn't the it? first thing we need to we need we need to talk yeah. about. Yeah, strange. Um, has anyone chocolate. ever eaten any? By the way, it's we not don't eat it. It's not eat it, do you? The UK. That's the thing. It's, yeah. I because I, I did when when the, the deal was announced. I mean, obviously, I've been involved with the club last season as a, a minor sponsor. But um, when the announcement was made that Husky were now one of our our, our lead sponsor, I looked them up on the internet and I, I had a bit of a Euro Ferries moment. And listeners will know what I mean by that. In that Euro Ferries was the famous sponsor sponsor that didn't exist. No ferries. Because if you if you Google search, you, if, there's not an awful lot about Husky chocolate on online. I'd suggest that anyone who's interested in finding out about Husky Chocolate go to the McLaren F1 team's Twitter, look at official <laughs> partners, and there seems to be a properly written press release about Husky Chocolate, the chocolate bar for exploration and exhilaration. But I, I and heard it was I heard it was a challenge and expedition. No, no, no. Well, it's a drink, isn't it? It's a chocolate drink. Yeah, yeah. R- r- rumour has types. it. Rumour has it that Husky's chocolate was the um, onboard refreshment of Euroferries. They do um, seem like a proper company. I mean, Harry's they are, right. They sponsor, sponsor F1. You need money. Do. It's not like Euro Ferries that existed in above, above a jewelers in West Wickham um, in, a, in like a, uh, a rented rented office. So they seem like a proper company, and it seems like a proper deal as well. So I'm um, um, you know, when, when, when you want to pour your husky chocolate drink for challenge and expedition down the drain, who do you phone? That's right, TW Drainage. Well, I'm yeah, going to so really... link there. To be I'm fair, really... though, the um, good segue. The, the, I mean, they have properly got some wedge. They must have a lot of money. Formula One is not cheap, and no, it's not. No, they've got I, I the rear wing space of both cars, and they sponsor Lando Norris, the young British driver, um, on their Halo now. And it's on there all the time. You can see it anytime they go on board shots. So you know. Middle, the weird link between Millwall and McLaren. That, that's weird. McLaren Technologies and uh, Millwall Football Club is a is a strange link for anyone with well, brain, deep, I suppose. Deeply weird. <laughs> what is it? What is it? A four million pound deal? Five million pound deal? It's got to be more than that, that I reckon, isn't it? It's a five year deal. I think it's a club deal. record. They I haven't seen the figure. The, the bloke's apparently a billionaire. The bloke, the bloke yeah, who owns it is supposed to be a billionaire. And Am I the only one that thinks? I know we'll get onto the signings of the minute and and the sh- the thing that was released last week about the shares about mm. raising twenty one million pounds. Am I the only one that secretly thinks that we've actually got a lot more money than we've been talking about for the last couple of years? Like as if we're having an actual you know run at maybe well, buying well, some in, players. If well, in Harold, in in Harold, if if you if you convert the club's bank balance into Ugandan dollars, then more than likely yes. <laughs> yes. <No. laughs> In terms, I'm not so sure. No, I'm not sure we got. I'm not sure we got money in the bank right now. I mean, we exist in a state of debt permanently, and that's that's thanks to John Berylson's um, large S stroke business um, aims, philanthropy. whatever philanthropy, his his business plan, whatever you might want to call it. Um, but I do think the Husky deal is potentially a, a bit of a game changer for Millwall because we're just not used to having big name sponsors and big money sponsors. And, and as Harry's rightly pointed out, if you're involved in Formula One, you've got a lot of money. It, it just comes with the turf and there's no place to hide in that sport either. So I'm, I'm quite I'm quite optimistic. It's I, I put in my, my show notes, listeners, that I feel a sense of positivity, which I didn't expect a few weeks ago. I also think that what we're misunderstanding here is every time we seem to lose one of these youngsters to Manchester City's uh, Fast Academy, Mm. the compensation involved is no longer how it used to be 250 grand. It's now 
Millwall getting three million quid every time you lose a player. You know, it's fixed by tribunal. Uh, well, th- this mm. is this is the thing. When you lose three players in a year from the academy, something's got to be going right. When Aris talks about the academy players coming through, they're, they're the behind the scenes. Maybe it's not hit the pitch yet. You know, he talks about four year cycle at the end of last season. You know, four year cycles. That's a kid going from being a twelve year old to a sixteen year old making their debut. So mm. you've got since Harris has started, the twelve year olds are now sixteen, the sixteen year olds are now twenty. There's there's Obviously, it takes time, but I do feel like the youth at the club, I mean, even to get, I know we're going on about the retainers, but see, the players we got rid of, we got rid of a lot of, well, not maybe journeymen, but we got rid of a lot of players who are past 30 and replaced them with players the right side of 30, shall we say. So, um, I, I don't know. I think it's maybe a structural change at the club at the top. They've realised that maybe... To survive, we have got to be a self-sufficient club in the sense of buy cheap, sell high kind of thing. And yeah, yeah. You, see, you see, you see, you see a lot of clubs doing it these days. Obviously, a lot of clubs have got it's 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 not quite money ball, but it is in the sense of that they're looking to find these prospects and looking to flog them on XG, for, 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 for decent yeah XG for decent money. Uh, well, Matt that, Smith is apparently the best striker in the championship according to XG. Well, t- t- Tom Eves today. I mean, it's Wednesday. Today. Tom Eves has just signed for Hull City. With the worst photoshop um, of all time. Yeah, I know, with a massive tiger, like a cuddly tiger in, on, on the side. Uh, looking at the ins and outs, um, very quickly, I was walking through a, a leafy suburb of West London today, and I saw a sign saying, Ealing Council uh, imprisons anyone for five years for dumping rubbish, so watch out any future CEOs <laughs> who intend to sign Jordan Archer. Do not dump them anywhere. Yeah, I'll tell you what, um, yeah. there's a picture on, on I think it might be, he's obviously gone from the club now, but the, the picture they use, there's almost like a, there's, there's a sadness in his eyes. I, there, there's something gone wrong with that player. Um, well, you know, the mental kind of side of the game we talk about a lot nowadays. Attitude. Yeah, but I think it goes deeper than that, Harry. I think, I think something has happened to him as an individual that has... Um, you know, it's, it's led to a, a kind of a, a breakdown in his ability to, to, to pursue his trade. sparring. Starring role on Sunderland till I die has really affected him. I mean, there are only two <laughs> higher moments of the whole season come against Millwall. With yeah, I, those like 45 yard drill at Millwall, which he should get, and chucking the ball into his net twice at the stadium of light to give him full time. I mean, well, I, I hear he's staying in the area. Huh? Is he? I hear he's. Oh, oh, hear oh yeah, Cholton yeah. The little, the little rumor of Charlton Athletic. Yeah, you're but, right. Well, he, he turned down. The rumor that I heard was that a deal was on the table from from Charlton for him, and he didn't want to go to Charlton and fight for his place. He wants guaranteed number one status. He's fed up. Does he? Wow. Out, the the thing is, though, is that wow. is that Nick, Nick is right. There's, I know we've said it before a few times on this, and I know I'm going to sound like a bit of a wally with what I say, but let's let's be brutally honest. A couple of years ago. He, he was a top class keeper, yeah. and it's like you like you're saying, Aaron. Some some and and you said before, and like Nick's just said there, something m- must have happened behind closed doors with him. It it can't just be it just can't just be a confidence blip because Neil Harris is good at getting players who aren't confident back up to a level. You look at Lee Gregory when he he was he was finished when Holloway floor, was yeah. here, and and Harris has got him back up. Harris got criticised over the couple of seasons for probably putting too much faith and saying too many good things about his players. So for, for Archer to go from where he was, where potentially, you know, being a top, top class goalkeeper, Scottish international, and one of the bright spots Scotland had to a player who's now, no one knows where he's going to be. It's certainly, it's certainly something to think about. 
I think was the turning point in his career. Yeah. I, I can't I imagine where he's so. going to go. I can't imagine where he's going to go and get first team football. At any yeah, level I can't. I can't. Well, I, I, I don't know about that. I think he's a very, very good shot stopper. I, I can't take that away from him. I think he's a fantastic shot stopper. But the problem is, as you go higher, the shots that you're expecting to say go from nine or ten a game mm. down to three mm. or four, but the three or four are all going top corner and mm. all you need to get there. But, the problem with Archer is that he's a reactionary goalkeeper. And that's you, again, going back to that mental side, mm. you know, you look at the League One player final, that save is sheer desperation. It's a great save. But four games later against Ipswich at home, he was good in the first three games. He wasn't that bad. Fourth game, we're at home against Ipswich on a Tuesday night, and he lets in. He's at fault for all three goals. And since that day, he's never been the same. He's not been the same. I'll, now, t- I'll tell you what. There's a lot of shifting about about keepers, though, uh, Harry. And one of them I want to I want to talk about is Dan Bentley, who was at Brentford, yeah. also known as Poor Man's Joe Hart. Come from Southend, went to Brentford on a free. He's now gone to Bristol City. Of course, Bristol City let Frank Fielding go. Frank Fielding went to Millwall. But you know, Dan Bentley was you know tip for greatness. But yeah. ever since he's come to Brentford, he started off like a house on fire and then progressively it's got worse and worse and worse and worse and worse. And I just wonder, you know, is the championship sort of like a um, a graveyard for goalkeepers? We saw Kiko Casilla come from Real Madrid flapping in, in, in the playoffs for, for Leeds United, you know, and, and arguably mm. he's been a pretty poor signing for them. But, you know, in, ter- in terms of keepers around, you know, Villa went through about four or five keepers last year. Yeah. The year before, they went through about three, four keepers. It's absolutely unreal. You know, um, you know, I, I don't know if it's because the championship is such a tough league or, or, or whatever. It is a tough league. The, the question is, who do you think is the best keeper in the league? Because I think Bailey Peacock Farrell at Leeds is the best keeper in the league. Why is Why is he not their number one? Because Bielsa's mental. <laughs> they are, That's they, the point. Why? Because this idea that you have to continuously... He never made any glaring mistakes from what I see. I'm, I'm there to be corrected. But Leeds fans were ranting and raving about him before they bought this Casilla. Uh, and every game I saw him there, he looked like, as you said, he looked like he was going to create a mistake. I mean, remember, I suppose Leeds were planning for the Premier League when they signed him. When, when they decided... When they, <laughs> Just to ex- explain to Aaron, uh, listen, Aaron's in an MOT um, garage somewhere in the West of London. Yeah, me, 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 me alternator's gone. <laughs> golf and Sigurdsson's alternator's So any, any random noises you I'm hear get, or MOT I'm noises? Ready. I'm, I'm, I'm off to the DW Stadium first week of the season, so I've got, I've got to be ready for it. This is obviously my car's pre-season. You know, it's yeah. had a lot of uh, work done to it. We're actually, just, just, just a, a bit of a... Bit of a congratulatory announcement. Uh, we're 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 at 199 and a half thousand miles, and and to be honest, at the end of next season, I'm hoping it's about 250. But I want to see <laughs> how many seasons this goes because if I get to 250, I will drive that golf to the Euros next year. Yeah, I don't care. I've applied for my tickets today. Two and a half thousand pound worth of Euros tickets. I applied for them all today, and I'll tell you something. And you're gonna I drive it. To, I'm driving to Munich. I'm driving to Rome. I'm driving to Munich. I'm gonna do it in that in golf in that in that VW. Good luck Goal to you, mate. Mate, I drove to Le Mans in a Volvo. I can tell you right now, it's harder than you think. <laughs> Look, no, no, I, I drove, I drove to Euro 2016 to Belgium and to Paris in my, my Ford Fiesta, and it was tough because you know a 1.4 engine only gets you so far. But to be fair, she got there and back. Fair play to her. God rest her soul. Anyway, um, moving on, uh, some 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 new faces in at the den. Obviously, Alex uh, Pierce's. Loan has been converted Ooh. to a permanent move. Um, you don't Bradshaw. like him, Harry, do you? No, he's shocking. Anyway, he's a leader Bradshaw. in the same kind of... We had, to, we had to get a leader, so we decided to replace Morrison's bench sheet with Pierce's. 
That's a great sample. Who put a sample clip in? That's great. We'll have some of that. That's 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 next season. Whenever we can see the goal that we definitely shouldn't have conceded, that's got to be played over the uh, Tannoy system. Mr. Piper now. That nursery rhyme is good. If you go down to Calmont Road today, you'll be in for a big surprise. <laughs> this two's turned up this week. Of, of, co- of course, of course, Harry, I have actually approached the club this week about uh, including an air raid siren before uh, before before Green comes on. I think it'll be quite good, you know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, to, to be honest, right. Am I the only one? I'm really looking forward to this season. I am oh, really, I am. really. No, 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 no. You're 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 the only one. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I, I wasn't a few weeks ago when there was a moment where we seemed to have no players left and there was like a, a, an empty dressing room. <laughs> but I'm now. Like, like, I mean, I mean if, if you'd gone to Bolton's website, Nick, and you go to the defender section, there's no one there. No. Not Beavers at Peterborough. It's not quite, there's no it's one not there. quite that bad. He wanted to live was, up north. He's living in Peterborough now. The fuck all of nowhere. I was looking at the um, the official site, looking at the team photos, and um, yeah, we, I'd say we're slightly light um, defensively, slightly light. Well, only Meredith is showing on there, so he, he may be persona non grata like our <clears throat> ambassador to the USA. Um, the same category as him. Um, we've got Hutchinson, Cooper, Marlon. Alex Pierce, Murray Wallace, and, and James Brown is now injured. So if you take out James Brown and he doesn't feel good, potentially hey. Hey, and potentially <laughs> Meredith, that's only there's only five photos showing in our defensive um, category. So I think Murray that, Wallace plays left back. I don't. I, I don't think. Um, I know you got covered with um, Fergie coming Ferguson, back. Into, that's it. Into, into, well, Danny, um, Danny Shit who looked good during the Wonderwall Cup. He did back, look good. He did look. Is he available? I tell you what, that Darren Wall could do a job. I think. Right. Yeah. The right. The right side looks a little uh, light if Marlon's injured, and that's the only thing that's kind of yeah, bothering me. The rest of them are good central defenders. I, I don't think we, we, we've got plenty of cover centrally. I just think on the, it's on the right side probably that we're lightest uh, with, with Brown being injured. So, um, but no. Well, would, I mean, but would you, Nick? Would you? Um, I mean, sorry, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, mate. No. Um, like, Millwall's always been sort of known for its sort of defence and like being, you know, pretty reliable in the back four. Would you mm. be confident? Going into the new season with that, with with a combat with who who would be your back four going into the season? Are you saying we're playing with a four because I don't think we are. Well, probably I mean that was going to be one of my points, Harry, because looking at that the the, the site, I mean it lends itself to an idea of three at the back, and then probably Marlon pushing further forwards and possibly Ferguson um, or. Um, you know, yep. I don't know where where this uh, Conor Marnie where he plays Mahoney. I don't Left know. Left wing, so, right wing, um, the middle. Yeah, you know, it, it it lends itself to a three with with um a more uh, you know a five across the, the middle in some oh, some shape. Um, but... Ask that bloke, Karen, who he thinks is going to be at the back <laughs> next season. <laughs> I'll t- I tell you what, I I, I think that Millwall potentially missed a trip with Patrick Bauer from Charlton, available on a free, wanted to leave the club. Uh, well, they say he wanted to leave the club. Obviously, they got promoted and he moved to Preston. But, you know, mm. I, I think Patrick Bauer could have been a half-decent signing. I think they want Herbie Kane, don't they, still, apparently? I mean, still, there's still talk that other, there would be other signings yet to mm. come. I mean, we haven't touched on, on some of the other... Uh, I mean, there's talk of... Uh, what's his name? Daddy? The Daddy? Um, oh, oh daddy, what a good play, you big, know. Big, big Daddy, Bode, Bode Varson. Good play. Um, I mean, that I'm seems sorry, to be if, we don't, if he doesn't sign and we don't sing Daddy, Daddy, call, then I'm very, uh, <laughs> I'm very disappointed in you all. <laughs> I mean, let's 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 talk about deals that haven't gone through. I mean, the Bartosz Bielkowski. Uh, strange, was wasn't that strange? I don't think it's strange. I think it's 
it's a strange incident, but if he is injured, he's injured. You know, there's no... I, 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 think at the time, I don't think he missed so... any games last season, Aaron. No, um, that sounded like an insurance thing, didn't it? That you know, you've yeah. got this, you've got this um, historic injury to his knee. I think it was, and this was you're going back ten years, yeah. and then it's mm-hmm. turned up. It's a bit like buying a house, isn't it? I suppose if you turn up a, a floor in the house, you either renegotiate the price, which I think is what the club tried to do, which I, I approve of. Um, yeah. They got a lot, of, got a lot of slating online was, it, for that. It was, it was yeah, one of them think... ones where Cav, Cav has probably gone down the aisle in Lidl. He's seen like a can of something, dropped <laughs> it on the floor, and gone, "Excuse me, is this in the reduced to clear?" You know, can I buy it a bit <laughs> I don't cheaper? Think it's just, I agree with that that the reduced to clear rail, but I think Ipswich in general were a reduced to clear club. I think they are in big, big <laughs> trouble. Um, well, clearly, yeah. I mean, and I, mean, I think the club. You know, Millwall have there's there's a nastiness to Millwall's off the pitch activities. Don't don't you find at the moment? There's a very for all amblers. Oh, I want to be mates with the FA. Kevin is kind of. I don't give a fuck about the FA. I'm running this club like a business. If you don't oh, like I, it, I, 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 t- I totally approve. I mean, there was there were some tweets online when the um is his name Bartowski? I can't. Uh, what, where, we're just calling Bart. Bart. That was going to be, end up being his nickname, weren't it? it, it but when that deal yeah. fell through, there was a lot of tweets about how um you know we, we're being cheap in trying to undercut the price. Well, well, yeah. Yeah, and I'm not not being funny as well, though. Yeah, I'm not being funny. Tim Powell, four million quid. Yeah, Yeah, I remember being cheap. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If we're um, if if we're now as well at a point now where we're starting to spend some money on players, because I mean, you know, a lot of people are saying that 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 goalkeeper deal would have been over one million, and there's a recent signing we made that last year would have been um our record signing if it was made last year. Yeah, yeah, you know, if it was made before that, exactly. So. You think of it that way. You 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 sign this keeper for one point three million pound, for example, on like I don't know, ten, fifteen grand a week. Let's just say that second game in, he takes a well, goal I kick and his net, or whatever it is, but he he takes a goal kick and his knee pops out and he's out for six months. Everyone will be slating the club then, wouldn't they? Yeah. Well, they yeah, the insurance payout. The insurance payout. Well, well, I think that's where the problem lies because the insurance maybe with with the the floor identified to his knee, maybe the insurance wouldn't have paid out to quite the same extent, I would imagine. He should go to a spokesmanshead.com. No, no, we don't do that anymore, mate. (laughs) Achtung, Milbein. I generally think as well, this is is, um, probably the first season that I can see Harris using the uh, loan market quite extensively. I hope so. Because... I'm not being funny. I think the keepers, if Fielding's going to be the number one, I don't under. I mean, I, I still say that we've missed a trick. I think we should be going to Bournemouth for Aaron Ramsdale. Aaron Ramsdale. Absolutely. Um, I think he's the best goalkeeper outside the Premier League, or potentially the best goalkeeper outside the Premier League. Batshit crazy. Seemingly don't give a fuck. Perfect little goalkeeper. There's also the <laughs> rumour about. Like, what's the like? Exactly. Get, start the car. He's in. Um, He's just pulled up outside. <laughs> but he's, 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 he's I've got a question. Got a question for the panel. Um, looking, looking at the official website. Like I said, the defensive um, backline looks a little bit um, right sparse. Side. Sparse. But so do the goalkeepers. I mean, Frank Fielding is a is, mm-hmm. a, is a, an established um, goalkeeper. Bristol can City you goalkeeper. Can his feet, by the way, Aaron? Sorry to cut across you, Nick. But can you I'll, use I'll, his feet? I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'm really not convinced by him. Oh, um, oh yeah, that, that's really that's the thing. If you if you if you yeah, I I sort of half agree with that. You you look at his stats. That season they went up. He was their first choice keeper, and he was 
Well, he he was in their play. He was in the PFA Team of the Year for League One, and he won the Johnson Payne Trophy. Didn't he? over the next few years, he hardly played, did he? he got so dropped a, and then a, got his a, place a back. Friend, a friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, who's actually an ex-colleague on a radio station I used to work for, uh, is actually in talent acquisition and talent ID for Bristol City, and he told me last season that their number one priority is to buy a goalkeeper. They tried to get Fraser Force, but they couldn't. Uh, because Southampton would pay half all over money. Well, Southampton agreed a deal and then pulled out of it. There's something really dodgy going on there. But he turned around to me about fielding and was like, you know, there's a reason they brought in uh, Ansi Yakola from, from, from Reading, who's, you know, mm. he's, he's not exactly yeah, that's right. You know, they brought him in and they're playing him towards the end of the season. You know, it's just, I don't think, I, I just, I've never been a fan of fielding. You know, I remember when he was at Derby and, you know, there's a reason Derby got rid of him. But I just do you I'm think we could really be the making sure. of him? Do you, under, do you understand? I, what I, mean? I, personally, I think it was desperation. I think they needed a keeper for pre season. I think they were desperate for a keeper pre season, and that's why. And they're going to look and see who else they can get. And if they can get, who knows? They still could be a deal on the guard for Ramsdale or another low knee keeper. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, you know, there's a, a lot of keepers out there that need sort of homes. It's, it's a specialized position, you know. So it could be a case of, you know, the last week of the transfer window, you know, they go and pick up a keeper and, um, and, and he comes in and challenges. Who's the gingerhead bloke who used to be at Liverpool? David James. David James during his weird no, spell. No, no, White bloke, little bloke. Oh, um, um, Bogdan. We certainly need a third photograph in that goalkeeper section. It looks very sparse in the goalkeeping um, sector of the club. There's only Ryan Sanford, I think, has come through the youth uh, ranks. I just, yeah. And I, I Frank Fielding. The Dave um, Martin thing really baffles me. Well, going, baffle to West me going to West End to be their third choice or fourth just choice. Like the club that his dad played for. That's a wage. That's a wage deal, and he's going to be earning fantastic money there. What, so. what, what, once a franchise bastard, always a franchise bastard. Well, no, not just that as well. It's also a. Um, it's also a. It's a money thing. It's also a quota thing, isn't it? They've got to get a certain amount of English players through the door. Yeah. So that that's. So I, I I just think there's another goalkeeping deal of some sort from somewhere, whether yeah. that's going to be um, yeah. the, the names you've been mentioning there, Aaron, or not, I don't know. But certainly when you look at the website at the moment, it, you think, yeah, there's got to be a third goalkeeper coming in. Cause otherwise, we are talking about, I, I don't know, kids or something as, as a third choice goalkeeper. So, you know, work Where's to be Willie done Garay there. when you need him? <laughs> <Willie> <laughs> He's probably in France somewhere. <laughs> but Making adult I, movies. It's, um, I, I, yeah, I think, it's, it's all, it's it's all gone of... downhill since we got rid of Pidgeley, isn't it, really? Let's be honest. Oh, yeah, <laughs> obviously. Oh, yeah, Chris Denzel Day. Denzel will do a good turn. Denzel's mm-hmm. at Reading, isn't he? As a, uh, he's been, as, as a coach, yeah. I still feel... I still feel optimistic for the season. I, I, I know there's work to be done. And, I, you know, one of the quotes I picked out was that um, Neil, Neil said at the end of last season, he's not stupid, he sees what needs to be done. And I think he's in, this is a work in progress. He is doing what needs to be done. And I, I feel very heartened by the business we've done so far. I'm hoping there's more yet to, to take place. I'll tell you what, um, just and other very, areas. very quickly, let's run through the, the, the ends. Matt Smith has come in from, from Queen's Yes, great, 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 great signing. Great signing. Millwall signing. Great signing. Yeah. Uh, Connor Mahoney, tricky winger, apparently. Looks good. I've only Best seen the, the YouTube. I've only seen it, but he looks good on the YouTube, but I don't know anything about it. Highest expected goals from his crosses in the division. Uh, was a he, had, um, he had a good game at the Den last season for Birmingham, to be fair. A, did you see that graphic that was doing the rounds about how many crosses he puts in? I, I could not make yeah. head nor tail of the graphic. Do I, you not I, understand I, XG, mate? 
Is that what the film Moneyball <clears throat> and basically, as Aaron said earlier, it's not Moneyball, it's football, but they're basically <laughs> trying to get that to work for the clubs now. And it works. It's whoever gets that right, whoever mm. makes that work in football is going to be laughing. And okay, well, I'm, I'm hoping, hoping we're laughing with Conor Mahoney. Uh, Frank Fielding, of course, is the uh, the new goalkeeper in town. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, well, it remains to be seen. I mean, I, I, he seems like a good, stolid, you know, choice. Championship um, uh, Lots of talk about his leadership qualities, which is great because I think the dressing room does need leadership now that Morrow's gone, and um, let's hope he's the man. We, that seems to we, be the, the implication. We talked about Alex Pierce. Harry's not really happy about him. Like no. I see another one there in the back line. Tom Bradshaw is another option up top who who could. You know, who's, who's really big things are expected from him and Yuri Scalap. Yeah, um, you know, Bradshaw and, and, and Smith, That's we're hoping that's the new um, Gregory and Morrison, aren't we? Um, um, Bradshaw, did, I think, more like Cass- Well, that would be fantastic if it's Cassidy. He's, um, some, 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 some of the photos of him, older, old Bradshaw, he does, look, he does look ripped and in good shape, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. On some he's of the posts he does. He? Yeah, I'm really he, hopeful. he looks good. I mean, it, yeah, this, this optimism might last about 90 minutes on against Preston, but we'll get done um, six nil. <laughs> but I'm really optimistic. That Matt, Matt Smith, with, with crosses coming into a player, we know what Matt Smith can do to to Millwall. He's, we've we've watched him do it with, with yeah. QPR. He's one of those highly awkward players that you don't want to play against. And he's, he's Millwall through and through, isn't he? That's precisely like, the kind of forward we like. I like the idea that from corners, if it is a Hutchinson uh, Cooper back four, yeah, um, centre half partnership with um, Matt Smith up top. Smith in there as well. You're, yeah. you're looking at three plus six foot players yeah. from corners every single time. And let's let's be honest, I don't know I don't know the rules because we've changed the rules in the championship, which is weird, which is going to baffle Millwall fans. I mean, we don't get any decisions anyway. Now we're going to be equally confused by them. Have we got VAR this season? Are we VAR in the championship? No, 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 not yet. No VAR. VAR. Excellent. No. That means we'll be proper shit asses then. With two <laughs> six foot people. But, um, yeah, I, I don't understand that personally myself. I am, um, you know, it's a wider football thing. I think VAR would help Millwall, but that's that's my opinion. Um, we. What's the right word? We need another centre midfielder, definitely, but not the type of centre midfielder we've got. If that makes Presumably, sense. that's Daddy. I presume. No, I don't know. No, Daddy's striker, mate. Is he? I yeah. thought he was a midfielder. All well, right. that's that's the striker to replace Elliot when Elliot goes, isn't it? Okay. It's very clear that we've not cleared out everyone we want to clear out because. Mm. saying that though, Elliot got injured against Concord, didn't he? Oh, did he? Yeah. Where does he want to? Where does oh, he want to recuperate? The south of France. Maybe loading loading the Can- Canvey Island. Maybe we can go yeah. um, <laughs> off there. We, we we left him there. <laughs> yeah, should have done, mate. To be fair, he's Concord's probably his level. He's, not, he's never done anything. I'll bad. tell you what. Never, I'll tell you what, Harry. He'll be flying down there, won't he? Wee. 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 There needs to be. There needs to be a new Harry scapegoat this season. Um, they've all left, which <laughs> I, well, I don't know if that proves that I'm right I, or wrong. I don't I'm know wondering whether a Dewey Scalak might be the new Dewey scapegoat. Oh, might I be the, actually, I, I'm hoping for of, for better from him. Yeah, you? well, he didn't. You know, you're hoping for better. I generally don't think he was ever given a chance. And then when he would have been given the chance, he was mysteriously ill, like proper hospitalised. <laughs> yeah, the two bob bits. No, he had, he, I think he had something like a proper dangerous, I know you're taking the piss too, but bits, I think he had something a little bit more substantial than the old two. I was being near, near that graphite reactor. Well, yeah, we had I two, think... we, we, had, we had him and Sean Hutchinson, they're also down with a mystery um, 
illness, didn't we, for the season? Yeah. It was odd. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you get these things in this life, but um, I'm hoping that we see something of the Scalac that other people were raving yeah. about when he, when he signed for us. It'd be nice um, to have a couple of wide options. Also, I just think we need we need an artist. Don't an we? Artist. we need an artist player. We've an got artist. Williams with no legs. We've got Thompson, <laughs> who basically, you might to me, you might as well give him the captain's armband now. I mean, he's going to be expected to do everything anyway, so why not just why not just bury the boy like all the way did to Nelson? Very quickly, I know young Mickey Avery's been looking over the club shop, but I just want to get your opinion on the new kit. I quite like it. It's a it's, it's a decent looking mill shirt, you know, dark blue with white seen sleeves. A home shirt. Have we got an away shirt yet, or a third? No, kit? no, no. I quite like it. I mean, it's, it's it's no no man over the age of eighteen, other than on the football pitch, should be wearing it. But Agreed. it's all right, you know. Brandon Pragnall likes wearing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, as as we head into the club shop update, um, I just want to. Just, just lodge a formal complaint here uh, against the club shop, actually. Okay. Because I, I was, um, I, I popped onto the the MFC shop website. That's right, when it was actually working, because it was off air. Uh, I don't think someone had paid the like the GoDaddy fee or something. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I popped on to buy some shorts for um, okay up for future holidays because they're at a knockdown price. I think it was eight quid when it, young Michael. Was it eight quid? Uh, yeah, seven or eight quid. I think. Yeah, from, seven or eight from memory, quid. From memory. Yeah, so I've, I've popped them in. I've popped my details in. I've got to the courier page. That's right, not delivery, courier phase. Yeah. £6.80 for delivery. Wow. Yeah. £6.80. Yeah. Have these not never heard of Royal Mail? No, 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 they haven't. £6.80 for, a pair, for, for two pairs yeah. of shorts. On they, had to make up for the, um, they had to make up for what happened at the Wonderwall Cup. There was no club shop open, and we were there. And... Uh, <laughs> Obviously, Aaron, they they weren't happy to take your business. At I was fuming, and so I just I just left them. I left them, and do you know what? You can stick your shorts. Yeah, but I'll, I'll have to pop down to the den at some point. I'll have to have a, we know. have an odds on the away kit color and the home uh, and the third kit choice color. Anyone with any inside I, I, information? I have no inside information, but normally we play better in a yellow kit, don't we, as an away choice. Could, um, we should we should get our follow, we should get our listeners to uh, tweet hashtag shit kit and the colour they think it will be. Well maybe you should put it out as one of them Twitter polls. Because I reckon yeah. we're gonna be in red red chocolate, I reckon we'll be in okay, red as the third yeah. kit because right. yeah. um, what you call it husky chocolate sponsorship I think is red. Yeah. So we've got white sort of a white and blue kit for the home one and then the away kit will be in some random colour. So pick anyone orange I, I, black, I, I think the, di- the direct aerial bombardment that I see this season being, I think we should play in a Brazil kit, don't you? Like yellow oh, and sky blue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Anything new from the club shop, Mike? Well, ironically, you say you say new, Aaron. Hmm. Um, one of the items I've noticed so far is actually the uh, Millwall 2019-20 junior long sleeve home shirt. Tell him to be quiet, Aaron. This is a big thing. Is the MOC done, Aaron? Uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> Any advice, mate? He's done. He's done. It, it, wasn't the, it wasn't the MOT. It was the alternator was gone. The alternator. I'll change of belts and uh, basically the alternator was cooked. Well, uh, well fo- fo- following on, fo- following on, back to the club shop yes. and the gives it gives. So, uh, so does your child feel the cold more than others? At, well, Nick, I'm aiming this at you. <laughs> well, she's she's 32, so probably. <laughs> <laughs> she's so, a dance playing woman in your life. <laughs> is your is your child susceptible to sunburn now that summer is here? Well, they're, they're all, they're all an extra layer. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, no, indeed, indeed. And and do their arms uh, resemble thin pieces of cotton that fray from the sleeve, and you find yourself continuously buying long sleeve tops for school so that they're not bullied by the primary school bully? Can happen, can happen, yeah. Can happen indeed. So if the answer to this is yes, I would say get yourself down to Zampa Road, but <laughs> after years of controversy, delays in shipping of the new kit and issues with the club shop, You'd think they'd get the new one, right? But no. If you wanted to buy a long sleeve home shirt, again, you can't. Sorry, the style you've selected is not available for sale. No, that's excellent that's work. Excellent so, work. And, and there it is. I just season, and you can't buy a home shirt. That's three three weeks away, isn't it? Yeah. Right, gents, that is me done. All right, that's you done. Goodbye, yeah. Aaron Paul. Bye for now. <laughs> Bye for now. This is Radio. Achtung, Milwal. Welcome back after the break. Aaron's left us. His MOT was ready. He's got to go on to a gig at uh, Sunrise Radio. He's DJing there. He's like, uh, their answer to Fat Boy Slim, I understand. Remember the, so, thing, that, yeah, remember the thing we used to do before we did this. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, Michael, you've got some more club shop um, goodies for us, I believe. Well, I've, I've, do you know what? I thought I'd go back to an old classic of ours, the um, the Millwall Beach Towel. Do we remember that from a few Absolutely. months Absolutely. Always, always yeah. used on, on Portuguese trips that you can't go on. Exactly. Yeah, so hanging, so, hanging out of your hotel balcony to prove <laughs> how much of real wall you are. It's nothing that's nothing was classier than hanging out a Millwall Towel out of your, out of your, your, your holiday balcony. <laughs> exactly. So, so uh, yeah, so, so do you fancy joining Millwall in that pre-season tour of Portugal that we're never invited on? We're do not you, Harry? I, I really do. I mean, I'm on holiday in a week's time from work for three weeks. So that would be So you want to go? <laughs> That'd be lovely you going on the Algarve, wouldn't it? But it would so, be brilliant. I'd be the spy in the camp like they did with Dunny once before, because I reckon I can write better than Alan Dunn. I can't play football better than him, but I reckon I can write a diary better than him. <laughs> I wonder, well, if fans, I wonder if fans, you know, fans in the in the general sense are banned from this Algarve football centre. I wonder if I'd you. Find it, I'd find it hard to see how you'd police that. Well, I, would, I mean, would you if you were on holiday on the Algarve, which is not an, uh, you know an impossible thing to arrange, and you just pitched up at the football centre, um, and there's Millwall training with some other local clubs or English clubs, uh, what, you know, is, are they not going to let you in? Are they going to buy well, you I from the event? I think you're giving Leeds United's tactical plan away. Ah. I think this is what it's all about. I mean, this is how they do it, is it? Yeah, they just turn. I'm presuming. I, I'm not even pissing about here. I'm generally think you've stumbled onto something there. That That's what, what I do. They actually. Do. They probably can ask you not to film because they haven't given you permission. Well, that's but fair enough. Stand, yeah, exactly. But if you're standing there and watching them, and they're, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd say you're not allowed to film. You're not allowed to, to get leery. You're probably not allowed to, you know, engage in, you know, banter or, you know, if you're just going to be, be there, you could be quiet and sit and watch. But I can't believe they'd stop you from coming in. Mm. It's just a, just no, a thought because there's a lot of there's a lot of hoo-ha gets generated over the Portuguese I mean, trip. I think, yeah, the, I think. Do you think it's more that people feel would? I mean, how many Millwall fans would actually go on the trip? Don't know. I, I think people need. Oh, no. re- yeah. it's, it's it's like with the, the club shirt. You know, we just mentioned the fact there's no club shirt available um, for kids because that's really who you want to sell them to. I think people need these 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 landmark moments of the summertime. It's like at Midsummer's Night. It's a landmark moment. You have to have this. Yeah, it's this, like this a event. release. It's a release. It's the same release, to, yeah, because you, you have know, to you can't out the wife every single weekend. Otherwise no. questions get asked. And so you've always got to be going on. Wall, 
Mills transfer um, business is never good enough. There's always players that we should have got, and there's always got to be a Portuguese trip you're not allowed to go on. It's part I mean, of the, yeah. the summertime's mm-hmm. events. It's like, like Test match cricket. You've got to have it, you know? We'll yeah, we're gonna have a day, when we're going to have our day night, is, is that the transfer deadline day? Is the day night test? Day, day, it probably is. <laughs> is, that, is you is. know, it's, it's referred to everyone as transfer deadline day by Millwall fans. It's referred to as Wednesday, you know? Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's nothing ever happened. Yeah. Anyway, Mike, yeah. you, you, you got your you got your club shop. Anyway, yes, we, we, di- we digress. Where so, we? so t- touching on that moment about trying to sneak in, Harry. So, do you do you need something to cover the barbed and razor wire of some of the Algarve's finest training facilities to climb over that security fence to see your team play? I could do a jacket of some description. <laughs> well, the car- the khaki jackets next week. And and do you want to purchase an item that, uh, as of yesterday? was ninth in the top 10 bestsellers list on the club shop website. It must be quality if it's in that top 10. Well, if you want the classic Millwall beach towel, you can't. It's not available. Because once again, because once again, South East London's finest retail outlet does not have the item in stock. But the question (laughs) is... I'm being serious here. I'm sorry to cut you off, Michael. I'm being serious here. Right, Nick, now that you're... um, a gentleman of leisure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Can you run the club shop? <laughs> that, honestly, mate, there you, there you go. There's, a, there's your pocket, mate. I'll, I'll, I'll take over make, the enterprise. Perhaps I'll make you know, a run pitch it, to Steve Cavanagh. And, and we'll go from there. It wouldn't take much imagination to run that shop really well. Um, and it, I mean, basic stuff like getting your getting your keep your website updated. If you haven't got stock, don't show it. You know, it's, this is all pretty Pat, fundamental Pat, stuff. You know, the, the no, no, no. Here's, here's the interesting one. Sell. Here's, the, here's the interesting one, though. Right, that I don't work, I don't know. And please go write in or tweet in or ring in or whatever you write in. Do. What's the hit? Smoking 1990. <laughs> send me a letter. Send me a letter. Send it in on the back of the Millwall postcard. They ain't got neither. Um, how did this make the top 10 list if you're not able to buy it? Perhaps it was you were able to buy it. And no, you weren't, all... Harry. You weren't. What? Because I've tried. I, not I tried to the, buy um... it, but I've tried to get to the page. Okay, well, no, what I'm saying is perhaps it was in stock and it was selling well when it was in stock and it still sold more than everything else. So still be in the top 10, even though it hasn't been in stock for six months. Or enough people have clicked on it that's pushed it, done the algorithm out. So on the website, it goes, oh, yeah, everyone wants one of these, even though we ain't got none. I, 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 don't, guess I, I don't think they've got anything so sophisticated as an algorithm running that middle club shop <laughs> website. I think it's, it's entirely a construction of someone's um, wish wish world. That, do you remember think the old scoreboard? They have a top 10 list in the first place. The original scoreboard yeah. at the yeah. den, the one yeah, with yeah, McDonald's yeah. sponsored. You used to have like yeah. a hot dog with ketchup going all over it every so often. Yeah, 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 yeah. when we scored. Yeah. I remember yeah. it from a kid. I generally yeah. believe that that's how they use um, the scoring system in that top 10 at the back. It just trickles across and you get a... Now a hot dog rolls across. Also, <laughs> another more interesting question is, going back to the Husky Chocolate Chat, mm-hmm. nobody talks a lot about football on this podcast. No, we haven't. <laughs> no, we haven't. But well, going, I'll, back, I'll, to go on. Yeah, go on. going yep. back to the Husky Chocolate. Now, McLaren get to drink it in their uh, base back at Woking. I wonder if Millwall's Kate, uh, well-renowned and well-loved catering staff at the kiosk, you know, well, apparently, rapid um, service will um, be able to cope with the influx of people wanting to try the second only place in the United Kingdom where you can try Husky chocolate 
as a hot chocolate beverage. I don't oh, think you'll be setting much of it on the first game of the season in 30 degree heat. We'll probably run out of water, which is the standard. I'm going to give it a try. I, I'm going to relinquish Bovril and I'm going to give the Husky chocolate a go. You'll because try I'm, it once. Let's I'm put it in, that way. Intrigued to give it a go. <laughs> um, apparently, it's going to be on sale at all of the, uh, the, the retail outlets. That, give, that makes them sound very posh. They're basically holes in the wall with a bunch of, <laughs> bunch of, <laughs> bunch you of kids. You throw money at a man like you were buying Sarsbrother on the other the, the kitchen is basically a microwave oven. <laughs> they, they, they zap a, a nuclear blast, a, a, a puck of pie. Um, no, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give this Husky chocolate. I think it's an intriguing deal. I, I, I just going back, I know we touched on it earlier on, but from what I understand, Husky chocolate is not the, the main business of the chaps who own the company. They've, they're Swedish businessmen. They are apparently extremely wealthy from what i've read they are property um property owners in sweden so they've clearly um got money they, they're involved in formula one um already as we, as we said and that that alone means you've got money to play with so it will be fantastic if this is a a, a group of like people who really going to care about our club and, and well, invest in it it'd be nice if they sort of bought 10 percent wouldn't it because i think yeah. by 13 to take it over say they say to berylson we'll cover the debt every year and yeah, we're on 10 percent and that gives Berylson eight million that he can, mm. you know, eight million a year is not exactly a lot, but that's eight million transfer kit. That buys you two players every year. You, you know what I mean? That allows us to not be, we won't be sniffing around in the Virgin Megastores, uh, five pound, everything must go um, basket bin. Yeah. We'll be able to look at, you know, maybe, maybe. You know, I mean, I, 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 mean, I know memorabilia. Very- very little of the of the Swedish um, businessman. I think they may be somewhat reclusive, but um, the property link and obviously the the very obvious um, still potential regeneration of, the, of New Bermans is a is another link where you think, hang on, these people clearly made money in in, in Sweden. We have a regeneration scheme that may be yet be of benefit to the club. Yeah, so touching, touching on that regeneration scheme, obviously the um, the leaked letter. Was, yeah. Um, I mean, that, 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 the, the, the issues at Lewisham are, are the, the issues that bedevil the Labour Party nationally. There's there's a, a split between the old guard who see themselves as um, uh, Blairites and the new metropolitan Labour Party that want to um, be, be friends with everyone and, and, and get this get this um, scheme over the line. I, I think mean, there's more than just two factions, mate. I think there's also a third mul- one that want to be Arthur Scargill. Um, you know, I mean, there, there is a. I mean, you know, the taking politics out of out of the whole thing. I mean, it's just a mess, isn't it? And um, it is. Uh, it's, it's not helping anyone in a very um, uh, no I, I, difficult I, time of fractions across the country to leak a letter like that. Um, no, and that's I been, mean, that's been done. Speaking about been, people like that in a letter, to be fair, I mean. That's been done for a reason. That's been done yes. for a reason. It benefits some. Yeah. You always have to ask who does it benefit. Any any event in this in this world, does it benefit? Who does it? Would you say that's not? libelous about Mr. Berylson? Um, I, I I don't know. Not lawyer enough to know. But it, it would it'd certainly be something you'd look at if I was in John Berylson's yeah. shoes. Um, yeah, I think that's a. But any, yeah. but we, you know we, we're hopeful that the uh, the regen will still. Um, be a, a positive. Um, certainly, that's been the, the, the kind of mood music since the, the election of Damien Egan, the mayor of Lewisham. Yep. So, let's let's get our fingers crossed. It's, it's, it's frustrating that, I mean, you know, I, I know Millwall are, a, are in the eyes of the Championship a small club, and in the eyes of, of possibly English football a small club. But things like this continue to keep us small because we've not been really able to do anything over the last few years because there's always been this hoo-ha about what's going on with the land and what's going on with the stadium. No, I mean, no. what it, I think... it, 
it makes you think can we just have an answer one way or another really yeah it? It, it does what would be nice would be that this season you know um i mean i'll, I'll take it i'm nicking the thing a bit bit you know I, i'd say predictions but my predictions is we'll either struggle or we'll surprise everyone and we'll basically have the first season back in the championship mark two um, I think it's very. Well, that's where my really good. Or that's really where bad. my hopes lie, Harry, because I think the, the kind of squad that Neil's assembling, and it's still going on at the moment. There may be more news by the time this show goes out. We don't know yet. I think the team are off to Portugal, but we do seem to be building around a, a direct style, um, which mm-hmm. I think su- suits us as a club if it's played mm-hmm. well enough, with enough pace, and with enough creative um, input in the right areas. But that suits Millwall, in my opinion. I don't think we're a club that would respond well to. Um, you know, uh, artistic football in the, across the back line. We we want to get yep. up and at it. Um, so, but the, the players that I'm seeing coming in, no, I, I, I think they're certainly good enough to um, not to struggle. Well, that's 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 the thing. I mean, I mean, there's there's um, there's somebody not of this parish who actually mentioned it um, on on their channels, and and it and it was a fair point. Like the the players who have left, even though um, you know, even though they were arguably good servants to the club in the likes of Steve Morrison. The ones that have come in as arguably direct replacements at the moment are better. You I know, believe Phil, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fielding, even though there's question marks about him, has got more pedigree and more sort of clout, if you will, at this level than Jordan Archer has. Everyone absolutely adores Steve Morrison, but I think if you had a choice, you would have Matt Smith up front. Yeah. And, you know, um, and this Mahoney who, who can play wide will, will, will be better than Ben Marshall and will certainly be better than Ben, uh, sorry, than Jiris Gallak unless something major happens. I mean, major unless happens. Gallak comes back to what he was supposedly supposed to be. I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. Ideal. I mean, I don't want to write anyone off. I'd like Aidan O'Brien to suddenly become a great world-class attacking midfielder. I don't think it's going to happen. No, I don't think he's going to get a look in. I don't think he's going to get a look in on the left-hand side. And to be honest, if Tom Bradshaw, you know, in his, in his four minutes that I saw him last season, if he can hit a bowl, the way that he hit a 35-yard outside of the foot pass, you know, five times out of ten, then he won't be at Millwall long, let alone, let's, you know, yeah, but let's, no let's be honest. Let's be honest, Harry. Like, um, Neil Harris said it a few weeks ago in, tra- um, in training, and as much as we absolutely love Lee Gregory, um, you know, for what he's done for the club before he moved, everyone says that um, Bradshaw is, is, is the best and was the best finisher at the club during his time there, and that included Lee Gregory. You know, who who still got your 10, 10, 11 goals a season or whatever it was. So you can argue that Bradshaw might be a, a, a better number nine than Gregory was. I mean, so, yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, I think personally myself, I think we'll finish anywhere between 15th and 6th. Um, that That's my opinion. I also think that the financial difficulties of the clubs that stayed in this division are more so than what was last season. Birmingham obviously have their embargo. Um, you know, Barnsley have just come up. They've got you know they've not they're not blessed with money um you know it'll be again if that's what we're fighting that's what we're fighting against i think there's another couple can't remember how we've got financial issues even though they've signed eves today but there seems Mm. to be a lot of clubs still struggling in that division financially and if we pick them off one by one and you know if we start well this this is the thing we never seem to start well if we actually start well for once and get on that momentum you know imagine imagine going into the game you know, in in games in November and being sixth, do you know? What I mean, the the the, the upsurge of oh, the, the excitement upsurge in terms of that run from two years ago, that run from 
you know, from the Leeds game, basically. If you could get that three months earlier and stay on that run and oh, no, January be... to, to rethink. No one would touch us. I, gem- I generally think that if you get the den going early on next season with the good... And I do think you always get the discerning voices, but on Twitter, it seems remarkably positive for a Millwall crowd, shall we say, at the moment. <laughs> you know, that'll get, as you said, it will get taken away if we get front 6-0 on the start of the season. But, you know, we get some good results early doors and you get the momentum going. You know, it's possible. One area of the, of the club we've not really spoken about is midfield. We've seen, I've got a list of goodbyes, and I'll come back to the goodbyes. But one goodbye written is goodbye, Ryan Tunnycliffe. <laughs> I know, serious point, I know you've never been a fan of, of, of Tunnycliffe, no. um, but it, it, the fact he's de- <laughs> departing <laughs> implies to me there's, there's, there's still. Um, it's still seen that midfield is, is an area where we need to, to strengthen and improve. So, I, again, I'm expecting that to be a body a body of some sort, whether that be a signing or whether it be a loan or, or whatever, I don't know. But you'd expect midfield to be to be strengthened before too long. Yeah. Mm. Well, the fact that Tony Cliff's gone... Um, well, the three midfield were better and, than him. I, I, I don't understand... Yeah, but then who do you have in reserve if any of those three I, I get a crucial injury? I don't have anyone in reserve, I agree. But we had this problem last season when we let Thompson out. I don't think we'd make the same decision twice. Well, um, I'm but, guessing Mahoney plays on the wing from what the, the video does, yeah. So, um, So your central midfield will therefore be, be Ben Thompson, um, yeah. who, around whom much is expected. Possibly too much, but a much is expected. Ryan Leonard, who I, I, I think has to improve for me this yeah. season. Mm. Yeah, I, yeah I think you both, I generally believe this, and I still say this, that 95% of the den need to go to Specsavers. <laughs> generally, they both wore the same colour boots and have the same haircut. You misunderstand that one done a lot of running covering the other one's fuck up. And, so, and that is basically when, when we won't, we won't, we won't. Side, and when we had those three or four games where we picked up the points that ended up saving us, it was a midfield of Leonard, Thompson and Williams. And that was what saved us. It was nobody else. Williams is disciplined enough, I think, to sit and realise that he can't run anymore. Thompson oh, Williams did to... nothing last season. Come on. Huh? We, we Williams won't dwell on... did nothing. No, he didn't do anything Sorry. all season until until they basically realised that Thompson isn't a defensive midfielder. We've all we faced Ben Thompson as a defensive midfielder for 43 games last season. And then we decided to suddenly play him behind the front two. And he looks like a world beater. He looked like a young Tim Cale. It, it, it's... Well, Tom Thompson does, but you know, if, if you're midfield, you midfield, you, you've got two midfield. I'm guessing we're going to go four four two or some some variation. We have two central Five, midfielders. Three, two. Five, three, two, so right. we're talking about Williams, Thompson, and Leonard. Okay, but um, Leonard, we'll agree to disagree. Williams, I thought was very sluggish last season for, for yeah, the last chunks of it, and it was only the uh, the return of Ben Thompson that enlivened that midfield. Otherwise, that looked a very ordinary midfield to me. Yep. So I'm guessing with with Tunnicliffe gone, who love him or hate him, gave you um, gave energy if nothing else. I'm guessing somebody else is going to come into that midfield because it looks a little 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 slight otherwise without without another body there. It for needs, me. It, yeah, I agree. It probably needs a it needs a it needs a uh, basically, a player that can tackle with legs. I think that's definitely one. I don't necessarily yep. think we need 
I think someone needs to basically replace Williams, really, from what Williams... Well, he's, he's, he's been there a long time. I was looking at Sean yeah. Williams' career. He's been, he's been at the club a lot longer than I, I thought. He's, he's about 2014 he arrived. It's, it's, yeah, that's he's right. He's been yeah. there a long time, and I just think time creeps up on him. I mean, he's, I think he's still a good player, and he has he has his place. So I do increasingly think he's the League One player now rather than a championship player. But See, I think he's a, I think he's a championship player in games where he's going to get time. Yeah. The thing is, Mill don't necessarily get a lot. He's 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 fine when we're not got to go and press. He's fine when teams, you know, probably Mill or against um, opposition like a Norwich or someone that are gonna gonna sit in and try and hit us on the break. He's fine. But it's when Mill has to go at home and take people on that he gets caught out on the ball or whatever and leads to his own downfall and he hasn't got the pace to get back. Which is why I'm saying maybe. You know, if you noticed, that, as I said before, the, the shift to youth, uh, we desperately need pace in the middle, don't we? I suppose that has been lacking. Yeah, we'll talk it about was, last last season was so flat, wasn't it, in the middle of the park? There was, there was no spark, was there? Let's talk about pace, because I want to touch on, before we close out, uh, the mystery that is Fred on your dinner. <laughs> yeah. the, man, the man, the mystery, the enigma. Um, I mean, the, the number of statements online from Neil Harris saying that Fred will be leaving us and he doesn't want to play for us and all sorts yeah. of, um, you know, possibly truths, uh, you know, if he wouldn't be saying it, if it wasn't a truth. And then he goes to Concord, to Canvey Island. He's got a number 10 in the mid. He's on, the, he's on the, uh, the picture array here. And there's some other comments from Neil saying he's a lovely boy. If it was just me and Fred, he'd be playing on, you know, kicking the ball around, he'd be playing with me. I don't understand the Fred situation. It's almost like a soap opera. That's 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 a that's a that's a dig at the agent all day long. Yep, absolutely. That's what that is. Every that, single time, every single time Fred's um, career seems to be going on a good path, there's always been a new contract announced, and I think his agent, which is very easy to find online, his agent is well known as a. I shall have to. I shall have to delete that. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. Sorry. Or at least put the e on the podcast, Nick. I'll, 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 I'll put a bleep over the, the, the c word there. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, that, that works better. Everyone knows what I mean. Then um, you have to delete this bit. We'll, we'll start again. No, 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 no. We'll leave it in there. We'll leave it in there. We'll leave it in there. But I'll just delete. Supposedly a bit of hard work. It's, pretty, All right. it's a bit more that's, that's more diplomatically put um, so, <laughs> oh that's out of order we're going to have to bleep that out <laughs> yeah, yeah that's it um, and Fred has been with Harris for a very very long time he um, has he when has. Harris took over under the youth set up under Holloway and, and gave him his debut and on all this and all this lovely thing I mean the problem for Fred one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And I, I, I think this is a problem. There is a player in there. Now, there is. There is a player in there. No, I agree. I agree. To anyone other than himself, and obviously what they see in training. Now, I actually think playing four four two and Fred behind two big target men and Bradshaw doing work and whatever. Now, maybe Fred will come to the forefront. Maybe he's, he'll be a character now that there isn't a Morrison there. I don't know. Maybe there's a clash in their dressing room. We don't know. Maybe, maybe this is why he doesn't want to be there. Maybe wants. Maybe he's one of life's sort of victims in a way you know do you get these people that don't like conflict and don't like big characters around them and like to, you know and that's fine i do wonder well. i mean if, if fred is for leaving i mean is it i've written on our notes here is he staying or is he leaving if he's leaving he's probably going to be leaving for somewhere like a comfort zone like wickham or a, a club like wickham you know um it's a different different atmosphere it's a different it's a, different it seems club. To, me to be the cholton kind of player do you understand? I mean, maybe it, may, maybe Cholton maybe Cholton would suit him. He might he might blossom. But yeah, I, I do agree. There's a player in there. He's, he's an enigma. Yeah. Um, to be to be fair to to Fred, you've got to give him credit in the sense that he's probably the only player I know that went from being unplayable to unplayable. Yes. <laughs> unplayable to unplayed. Yeah, <laughs> all that. Yeah. I would you like to? I suppose this is the thing, though. Would you give him? As fans, and I've said this before on here, it'd be very interesting to see. Say we turn up, Preston, obviously, first game of the season at home. As the squad sits at the moment, name name your 11s. Because would he make, and make name your subs bench, because would he make it under what we've got? I suppose I'd have to say yes. He should. I just fear for the the, the reaction he's going to get because you you That's read it. stuff online, mm-hmm. and I fear for the for the the, the 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 slaughtering that he would get if he took the field in a mill shot. And I think it's, it's a shame, but that's that's the reality. Yeah, of it. but Nick, Nick, to but to be fair though, sorry on that point, I've well, got I, I disagree. I fear I fear for him, but that not I don't well, fear. I've, 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 no, no, no. I've got I've got it, a dis- it, I've got to disagree with you slightly though because we had all that hoo ha with the when when he didn't sign his contract after he got promoted. And then he was in the starting lineup, you know, when he had that great game against Leeds and everyone thought he was the bee's knees. And then he went out on loan again to Wickham and everyone was saying about his attitude then. And then he come back. He's always been welcomed back with open arms, but he just always seems to fluff his chance when he's given it. He does, yeah. He had a, there was a moment last season he was put through on goal. I can't remember which game it was. And he, he fell over. He, beat, he beat fell over. Beat three he beat, people. Looked fantastic. He looked like Maradona going through yeah. down the left side and fell <laughs> over. His, <laughs> he and, beat three people, but one of them was himself. And it was the yeah, most yeah. Millwall Fred moment ever, you know. It was, it was one of those those moments. But no, I... I, I, I if he was if he was an Ian Wright style of player, he would react to the abuse and he would he would say, you know, I'm going to show you. But he's not. He doesn't seem to be that kind of character. He's, he's somebody that retreats rather than advances when when he gets stick. And I just think there's a lot of stuff that's been said, and it's going to be very difficult for him. I'm putting it out there right now to the club. I'll happily happily have a sit down conversation with Fred on my dinner. I won't swear it and I won't do nothing. I'll happily try and build Fred on my dinner's confidence. We'll go down Tower Bridge Road. We'll give him double double. 
and 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 we'll be fine in May. There's an offer. And Harry, incidentally, if the club are listening, I think they do listen to the show. Harry is a trained counsellor as well, so that, that would that would be a great. Yeah, it'll be fine, and we'll have a nice time. We'll talk to him about you know what <laughs> what, he, what his and, fears are, why and why and, and if he love for the vital time, and, and, we'll and if he refuses a contract, we'll throw him in the reactor <laughs> and chinoff. I mean, I don't understand. At the end of the day, that. I don't think he necessarily is a bad person in the sense that he, you know, he's never done, he's never, I don't think he's come out and not put 100% in. I think people think he's lazy. I, I don't necessarily agree with that. I just don't think, I think if you put Messi in Mill's football team, he'd look lazy at times because they wouldn't get the ball that they want. Messi would get sl- I mean, Messi would get slated at the den, wouldn't he? You mean? Because they don't. <laughs> Where Tommy wanted the know, ball. If you notice <laughs> that they only make the, it's the runs you don't see because you're not a football player. And there's certain and there's certain mid- middle midfielders from last season that aren't football players either, so they don't see the runs from the strikers. And I think where I was saying earlier on, we need to, we need an artist, we need the puller of the string, we need the puppet master to 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 help with this aerial bombardment because you become one dimensional and I, I, mm. the problem is is those players there's not many of them and and what they are is they're worth out of Millwall's price range so you have to have a jack of all trades and a master of fuck all and unfortunately that's that's kind of the price range that we're we're being we've got to find a, a young diamond you know like when we find Kane and when we found uh, I mean, Ryan Mason never even got in the side for us, but you know, you've got to go and find someone that's going to do us a favour like that and get us. I mean, the, the talk of Herbie Kane from Charlton was he at Charlton or Doncaster last season? Don't know, don't he know. scored the goal in the playoff uh, semi final against Charlton. I thought he looked really good. You know, it will be a League One player that we end up signing. You know, it will be. I mean, the Marquez question still baffles me. You are listening to Achten Millwall. Nine million today. pound bid for for um for Bradley Dak online today. Did you see that from Mill? Uh, did you see? Mark- <laughs> Do you know what? Do you know <laughs> what? You Mark- say that. That might be nine pound fifty. <laughs> you you million. say that. I've been I've been trying to I've been trying to sort of edge towards it. That's a dark horse for this season. Blackburn Rovers got Blackburn. a side they're building. Thirty three to one on these championship titles. Fulham seven to one uh, favourites. Uh, Blackburn, third, how, is, how, how is that? How are they seven to one to get the promotion? That was an absolute shambles last year. Mitrovic. Millwall and Charlton, five to two for relegation. So can't work um, that out. Either. No, I can't work that. To be fair, we've got six point. We've got six points additional to what we had last season before we kicked the ball, haven't we? Yeah, I, I mean these these are just these are just because Fulham's relegated from the Premier League. Um, I suppose they installed them as favourites just purely on that basis. It's it's utter nonsense. I wonder. If, <coughs> I mean, I've been. I, I know you don't like uh, gambling, Nick, and we're, we're, this show is pre- not sponsored by any betting adverts. But no, we'll no, we won't. To, we won't entertain it. We won't we'll entertain it. We're going to Harry's tip section of the tip section of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, the tip, I the tip section. Okay. Right. But I wonder what your odds <coughs> would be. On Frank Lampard, Fulham, and Charlton, all so I'd guess that we are, and I don't know who the current Fulham manager are, to be all out of their jobs by Christmas. And oh. I, I genuinely believe that's possible because I think Charlton. So, freeway management sacking as Chelsea, yeah, Charlton. Who was, was, was the third one you said, Charlton? Lampard? Uh, Fulham. 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 Whoever managed their managers. Fulham's, that expectation to return to the top flight straight away, 
okay. um, for Scott Parker. Scott Parker got the job there in the end. So I think, mm. yeah, so it's Scott Parker, Lee Bowyer and Frank Lampard right. to be out of a job by to be out well, of if, a job by Christmas. And you now if, must refer to him as Frank Lampard Chelsea as well. Um, if there's any bookmakers listening into the show, can you give us odds on that? And we might do a charity bet on that on that precise bet. Give it all to charity, depending yeah, on sounds good. You know, if that comes to pass. So maybe someone give us some odds on it. I, I, it must be possible. I don't know. Um, I want to close out the show, boys, before we go, um, because we've actually said goodbye to two very major players in Mill history this summertime. And it, it doesn't seem right to let Steve Morrison and, and Lee Gregory go without a few words of just acknowledging their, their careers at the Den, respectively, because I just think they were two great players for, for the Lions. Um, Steve Morrison, three spells at the club from 2009 to 2019, 336 appearances, 92 goals, um, obviously the crucial one in, in the playoff uh, final at Wembley, but others too that have got us into, the, into those situations. Um, a real character. Um, I think he's going to be missed. He, he, was, he, was a, he was a leader at the club, a personality, and I know we spoke earlier on about the impact that personalities can have in addressing them, but I do think Steve Morrison's going to be badly missed at the den, and he's, he's made a massive, massive contribution to our club. So I, just, I think it's, I don't know thank you is the right word for, uh, you know, he's, he's not he's not dead or anything, he's, he's still alive, so he's moved to Shrewsbury, which might be akin to being dead, but um, it's, it's uh, I think it's, it's worth saying thank you, Steve Morrison. And also... Lee Gregory, 238 appearances, 77 goals, 2015 to 19. Gone to Stoke um, for probably a better wage and a signing on fee, and I can't blame him for that. No no slow motion videos in Stoke, though, I noticed, boys. So um, I don't think he'll be quite as loved in Stoke as he was at the Den, but that was a fantastic partnership up front, and I think it's just worth acknowledging um, their contribution combined to, to the history of our club. Yeah, I mean, I mean they're... Um... Uh, all needs to be said about it is on the uh, playoff final sky footage before we kicked a ball. I think it was in the last, you know, in League One, they were out of 80 games they'd played or something or whatever it was. They'd scored one goal less when they'd started the game together than what they'd played yeah. in total. So, say they played 80 games, they'd scored 79 goals between them in that time or been involved in 79 goals. And they were together on their pomp, on their day, unplayable, simply unplayable. And Steve Morrison, I think, is the ultimate Millwall football player in my time of watching Millwall since, you know, all I can remember. So what, you know, my last 22 years of actually remembering all of it since 97, I think he is, if you were going to name a player that summed up Millwall, never necessarily the greatest of football players, but getting absolutely everything out of the talent that they had was Steve Morrison. Steve Morrison on form, on pantomime villain mode, <laughs> which he took on against, just so happened to be the most pantomime villain club of, of our club, Leeds United. You know, there are some absolutely fantastic performances against Leeds from Steve. Also, Lee Gregory, obviously, a, a man that was bought for 250 grand at the time, before, you know, the probably the biggest signing since Paul Goddard yeah. um, when he was signed. A lot of money, a lot was expected of him in an absolutely diabolical Millwall side um, was, art for all intents and purposes, finished. And with the help of Neil Harris, rebuilt his career um, from an electrician that you thought was an electrician playing football to a football player who was also an electrician. And um, I, I think 
Gregory owes me a wall more than what Morrison does. Um, funnily enough, I think Gregory was always going. I don't think you can slag him off. I think the Bradshaw transfer was only made because I think Gregory had told the club that he was going at the end of the year. Um, I, that's my genuine opinion. I've never seen anything to confirm that. That is purely opinion. But yeah. I think that Gregory was a man of honour. He needs that. Uh, you know, never asked to go or never just run his contract down. He still gave everything to the last minute he was on the pitch. I think Morrison has done what's best for Steve Morrison, which is he still fancies he can play. And I think he will score goals in League One, definitely. Um, I mean, he'll make Millwall fans a lot of money if they back him to score goals at League One level, because we all know what he's like. Um, Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I, think, I mm. think that if you look at them both, they have been massive players for Neil Harris. And... Neil Harris has, will try to replace them, not only on the pitch, but off the pitch. And it remains to be seen whether that works. But as you said, the only thing you can do is thank both players. It's a bit different. I'm not going to go to this level of, you know, um, what we did on Twitter. It was a bit embarrassing, really. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I'll, I'll sum up the rest of them. I'll let these two off because I actually liked them. But Tunnicliffe can go fuck himself. So can Jordan Archer. Nelson was never given a chance. Tonkin was shit. Um, so we'll get back to a normal middle level of abuse, but in this particular... Um, ben Marshall, good riddance to you. I think, well, done no, ever come I, back. I think that's a strange one. That is a strange one. That Marshall, the first time he was here, was unplayable. The second time he was in the Fred bracket of unplayable. And yeah, yeah. there was something going on behind the scenes last year at that club that has been very, very cleverly, seemingly, and we don't know until we kick a ball, but from all the all the noise that Neil Harris has decided to kill his darlings. And you said it before, we've said it on the show, when Paul Robinson went, when Tony Craig went, when Alan Dunn was got rid of in his first call, these were big decisions. These were friends of Neil Harris. These were teammates and friends. And he isn't taking any shit, I, I think, is the best. He's being, the, gl- the gloves the, are off, as he said. Yeah, the, 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 he's mm. being the bit as Millwall as he can be, you know, you were my mate, but you're acting like a cunt, so I'm telling you, you are, and if you don't like it, you can go, and, and, you know, we can't, you, you can't ask for more than that, I don't, you know, the Harris question, I see it still being asked, can you really, you know, what, what I think, I think the business, I think the business he's done over the summertime has probably answered some of those questions, obviously results in the end are the, 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 the sole judge, and that remains to be seen. But, um... I, th- I think as well. Sorry, just on the point, I, I won't, I won't labour a point too much on the uh, Gregory and Morrison thing. But I think, yeah, if if you're, if anyone's brutally honest, even if, even the, those who criticise them, they'll look back and say that they probably gave us some of the best years in the last 15, 20 years of being a Millwall fan. Um, Lee Gregory and Steve Morrison and although I won't put them in the bracket of um, Kitchener, Harris you know, Stevens mm. and um, Cripps, I'll definitely put them on the same level as like the Cahills and um, you know all these all these as I said I wouldn't put them on the, the Neil Harris level yet because I think that's a, that's a completely different level but they're not too far behind in my opinion does it feel like 88 I, I've got to ask did you, did you go into 80 because I have to ask this every year did you feel like when, when you were sitting at pre-season not 88. Did you think that you were going to win the league, and did you think you were going to go up? And that's no. That's well, I mean, when, when I say I'm an optimist at the start of every season, because 
No, I thought Leicester were going to win the league. No, I thought Millwall would get to the old first no. division. And, and that's um, the hope that kills you, isn't it? That, that's, the, that's the thing. The leading, you can't I mean, dream. What's the point in living, I suppose? The, the leading took place in 87 because we signed Cascarino. Um, George Lawrence, I think, we signed at the same time. And, oh God, there's one or two other um, players that became leg- part of the legendary squad. Um, we had a very average season, 86, 87. I think we, we may have survived relegation by not very much. So 87, 88, um, there, was, there was a buzz because there was investment in the club and, and the, the chairman at the time um, invested money into sign players that had names. Cascarino was a name that was known at Gillingham as a goal scorer. And there was a feeling of optimism. I don't think anyone would have expected to have been the championship side at the end of 87, 88. Um, but promotion was was the hoped for um, event as a result of this 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 um, this investment. Um, the thing with eighty seven eighty eight promotion season is that for the most part, up until Christmas, it was a very very bland season. There was you know there were, there were some of those early season games we were drawing six thousand to the den and really we were mid table at best. We were going nowhere. The 1988 is the year. That's the dream year. If you, we, we took control of the of, of the uh, division in in from uh, New Year's Day onwards in '88, and the first part of the promotion season in, um, from well would have been August up till probably about Christmas time was the dreamland where we we went top of the table. We're going to places like Anfield, scoring and going in front, and we were competing with the very best in English football that that year, 1988. Mm-hmm. So from Christmas '87, New Year's Day '88. Through to eight, uh, Christmas '88, '89 um, was 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 the dreamland. After that, the wheels came off somewhat. But for that one year, um, you know, it, it's still even though you read the book, the birth pain book, um, it's still a, a year that raises the, the the hairs on the back of your neck because it was just utterly unimaginable from where we'd been to where we we got to, with some shrewdly chosen. Um, Millwall-style players. Now, whether this is anything like that now, I, 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 you know, it's too much to say. But I do like the look of the players that we've signed this season. It's probably too much to compare it to to the 87-88 season. But if we can be mid-table by Christmas, anything's possible at Millwall. You know, once you get those dark winter nights and you get on a run, possibly like we did a couple of years ago, it, anything becomes possible when you get those those intense home games. I don't think my art can take much more of this, and I'm only 29. That's all I'm saying, is right. that we end up with another cataclysmic Fulham-esque home game against fucking someone, I don't know, say Leeds, in sort of a shootout. For, for, I don't think there's, you know, um, all jokes aside, it's not healthy for you, this following. It's not healthy, mate. It's, no, it's look, not, it's, it's not look, right. Look, look, the state of me, after all these years. You know, he's, anyway. he's only 25. <laughs> I thought yeah, Nick, Nick speaks like a 55-year-old. He's actually 19, ladies and gentlemen. So I thought we'd play out today's game, uh, play today's game, today's show, with um, the classic goal scored at Wembley Wine, Steve Morrison, shortly before he had his day spoilt by the the, uh, the pitch invasion <laughs> to celebrate. <laughs> you had to add that in there as well. You couldn't, you couldn't just leave it. I mean, that would be... That would be totally Steve Morrison would be that halfway through it, you'd just stop it now and just go, no, bollocks, you're not enjoying it with us, I'm taking my ball home. The first, the first and only club to invade the pitch successfully at Wembley Stadium, Millwall. Um, so thank you to Aaron Paul, who's had to go and get had his MOT done, he's gone on his radio gig. Big thank you to Michael Avery, big thank you to Harry Warren. Um, thank you to you two, dear listeners, for listening to the show. We'll be back before the start of the new season. Bye for now. Bye for now.
There's Gregory on the halfway line. Move for Bradford. Breaks down. Bradford, uh, Gregory brings that cross into the Bradford half. Comes towards 85 minutes. He's got um, Ferguson. Sorry, Williams overlapping him. The ball into the box. There's a little skimmer. No! Listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM.